0: Switchcraft is brought to you three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at U.S. 3 p.m., U.S. Eastern and 3 p.m., and on Saturdays at whatever time I can get to it. Make sure that you tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Todd Higgins support switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar join our patreon and get a bonus podcast over at patreon.com slash run jump i am a coming luigi there are so many games coming to the nintendo switch that it's really hard to keep track and one way that you can keep track something to help you keep track is switch list you can find it on ios and android or you can just go to switchlist.app it's got a bunch of really great features like what games are coming out every week what games are on sale, you can make a wish list and a collection, and best of all, it's free. So if you're looking for screenshots, trailers, top games, stats, and more, check out switchlist.app. Before we get started on today's episode, really quickly, I want to thank a community member, Love Ness. He's also a patron. He donated this copy of uh, Super Mario Party, so you guys can get this copy. If you want to join in on getting this copy, this physical copy of Super Mario Party for free, all you have to do is join the Discord. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com Discord, and once you join the Discord, there is a channel called Giveaways, and in there, I'm giving away this copy of Super Mario Party, and that is thanks to Love My Nest, who is a community member and a patron. A big thank you to him. Uh, I I think that we've got like four days left. I'm not sure. I'd have to open it up and look, but I'm not going to do that right now. But I think we got like four days left on the giveaway. So again, that URL is runjumpstomp.com/slash discord to join and then just in the giveaways channel, you'll see how to do it. So make sure that you join and that's open to anyone. Originally, I said it was US only because I didn't want to worry about how much shipping was going to cost. If you live outside the US, there is a chance that you will have to pay for like some tariff or something that is completely outside of my control. But uh, just join the discord, click on the button, join the giveaway and hopefully you'll win. All right, let's start off by talking about a game that a lot of people have been asking me about. I've got a couple of tweets, a couple of DMs on Twitter. Uh, I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter, and I got actually an email as well, and everybody's asking me, have you played Starlink? And the answer is no, I've not played it yet, but I've been hearing really, really good things about it, and I'm going to talk about why i haven't played starlink yet and the real reason is because it's a toys to life game i kind of wrote it off and it seems like maybe i was in the wrong here i looked at it and i said i don't want to have all that stuff in my house but by all accounts you don't have to have all that stuff like i was talking to somebody on twitter earlier today and they said you can play the entire game uh without Uh, buying any of the plastic stuff. You can just buy the game digitally and play the whole game. And my only, the the one thing that's holding me back is the fact that it's got all of that other stuff. And if I see it there, I'm going to feel like I'm missing out. I'm going to feel like I need to pick up that thing. I want to have that extra missile launcher, or I want to have this other character in order to play. And I know that I don't need that in order to win or in order to play. And I appreciate that Ubisoft did it that way and didn't gate the content behind uh, having a, a, a specific uh, plastic figure. Like when my son was playing lots and lots of Skylanders when he was younger, uh, now it's just Fortnite, Fortnite 24-7. But when he was younger, he played lots of Skylanders. And I remember specifically he was playing and he, he walked up to a gate And uh, he was trying to get through the gate. And that's when we realized, no, in order to open this gate, you have to have a Skylander of a certain type. Uh, So we would have to go out and buy it in order to get him to play that content. Now, I don't know if there's any gated content like that in Starlink. But from what people have told me, the digital edition gives you everything else that you need and you don't have to uh buy anything now the switch is a portable system and the the thing about a portable system that makes it even more appealing that that well the 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 thing about a portable system is you don't want to have to if you want to take the game with you you don't want to have to also bring all of your plastic crap with you and somebody said, uh, that if you scan in, I think it was rez TV who's in chat right now. Um, if you scan in, let's say a ship or a character or a ship part, uh, they stay in your inventory for seven days, which I think is perfectly reasonable. Now, some people might say, well, why did they do that? And that's because what, what would end up happening Is people would get together with their switches and all their stuff, and they would scan in everything on everybody's switch. Like, I would buy this one, and you would buy that one, and he would buy this one, and she would buy that one. And we would just scan each other's stuff in order to unlock everything and then have it permanently. And that would certainly cut into Ubisoft's profits on a game like this. So, having a seven day limitation, I think, makes a lot of sense. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that for me. You know, I was watching some gameplay this morning while I was eating my breakfast. And I was thinking, this looks really fun. And I don't want the physical stuff. So there is a chance that I'll pick up Starlink. I I I probably won't pick it up now. But, you know, I've got a birthday coming. I've got Christmas coming. And, you know, my wife lets me buy mostly whatever I want. Um, so if like, if there's a video game that I want, usually she just says, I'll ah, go ahead and get it. I'm really lucky in that fact. Um, but that means it's also kind of hard for, for her to find something for me that I want for, for a birthday or for Christmas. So I may just say, Hey, can you, can you get that for me for Christmas? So I have something to unwrap. I don't know. I am, I may end up picking up, picking it up ahead of time. Uh, but Starlink looks really cool. And if you're looking for the cheapest way in, it seems like uh, the digital edition is the cheapest way in because you don't have to have all of the other stuff, you know, the Fox McCloud and stuff like that. And, you know, I did see people calling him Star Fox. His name is Fox McLeod, not Star Fox. Star Fox is like the team. Uh, TV in chat says, the version I bought doesn't come with one ship, three pilots, and three weapons. It has everything else from launch. Um, TV says, you could always have a fellow podcaster who owns it on the show to talk about it. Well, you know, Rez, I was thinking about that, but you're at work, man, and uh, by the way, you're at work. Why are you listening to my show? You need to be getting back to work, son. Uh, but yes, I would love to have you on the show to talk about it. So we, we need to set that up. If you guys don't already check out his podcast, it's called it's Lloyd Hannison. His podcast is called Nintendo, Nintendo pulse. Uh, it's him and Steven and they talk every week about uh, about Nintendo and like they have really long shows. My My show I try to keep as short as possible, but they tend to have really, really long shows. So Make sure you check out their stuff. I've been on their podcast and they've been on mine. It's a great show and it's one of the one of the first ones that I listen to when I get a new set of podcasts to listen to the next week. Um, overall, I think that Starlink looks really, really interesting. I definitely would like to check it out, but I've got so much to play right now and so much on my plate that I don't know that I would have time for it. So it's going to have to wait. And with a birthday coming and Christmas coming, I think it's probably better if I don't pick it up yet. Uh, that being said, the, it seems like the, the things that about the toys to life genre that I don't like are completely optional here. And that makes the game so much more appealing. When you've lost your last man, hold A and B. To continue where you left off, do this before the title screen appears. This is what I imagine is going to be the biggest part of the show. I could be wrong. I could run out of things to talk about. You guys know how, how I work. I don't plan things ahead. I just kind of go off the cuff, and we've got kind of a stream of consciousness thing where I open up my head, pour my brain into the microphone, and find out what I think uh, because I haven't really been thinking about it too much. Well, that's not entirely true because I... I have been thinking about this for a while. I just hadn't been thinking about it recently. And that is the Nintendo 64 uh, Mini or the N64 Classic. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, here a couple years ago, we had the, the NES Classic. This is a little tiny miniature console. I mean, listen. Everybody probably has heard of these things. We've talked about these a million times, but just in case you didn't know, I'm going to refresh everybody's memory. Uh, A little tiny uh, console, like it's smaller than my hand and it's got HDMI out and it has, I think it has 30 uh, Nintendo Entertainment System games on it. Uh, It's adorable and cute and uh, they were really, really hard to find the first time around. I've told the story multiple times about uh, when I got two uh, on launch day, one for me and one for my brother-in-law. Um, that being said, then later on the next year, I think it was the next year, I think it was the next year, the next year we had the Super NES Classic come out. This one, much like its uh, its uh, older brother, had HDMI out and it's got... Um, a spot where you can plug in the controllers on the front. Uh, they, they hide it behind like a little plastic uh, facade. And um, why am I talking about these? Well, because we have pictures or maybe fake pictures. These days, it's so impossible to tell what's real and what's fake on <laughs> when you're looking at images or video like the ability that people have to manipulate uh, what you can see has gotten so good that it's often impossible to tell if something's real or fake. Now, when I look at this picture, which should be coming up in the video version of the show here in a minute, uh, when I look at this picture, wow, oh wow, does that look realistic. So this is showing us Uh, the N64, I almost feel like this is a render. I almost feel like it's a render. Um, it also shows the same thing that we see with the Super Nintendo version. All right, this, the SNES Classic has this little flap down, uh, thing that pulls out of the way. It shows what the con, what the, uh, what the old controllers looked like. And, um, they hide the new controllers behind it so that when it's closed, it looks like the traditional Super Nintendo. And there's a, uh, there's an, uh, uh, European version and a Japanese version. My cat's going crazy behind me right now, uh, of this as well. I've got the European version downstairs hooked up to a TV. You can see the box behind me. Um, but it looks exactly like the original, uh, console but it has the new console ports. And if you look at this picture of the N64 Mini, there's a lot of details on here which are extremely convincing. The fact that it has exactly the same thing where it pulls out the the fake controller ports so that you can see the real controller ports behind it. Uh, Very, very convincing uh, details. Uh, Underneath, you can see it's got all of the information that you would expect, like if we look on the bottom of the current Super Nintendo uh, or the the Super Nintendo Mini, it's got, you can't re- see it on the t- on the uh, on the video because my camera is just not good enough. But you've got all this text here. And then when we look at the bottom of the N64 Mini, we've got all that text as well. I think that this is really, really convincing. And it's it's a no brainer that Nintendo would make an N64 mini. It really is a no brainer. I don't see any reason for them not to make one of these Marvy. Be quiet. I'm talking. My cat is is just he's desperate for attention right now. I'm sorry about that. Um, Shush. I've gotten distracted by my cat. Um, Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, It's Ridiculous to think that Nintendo wouldn't follow up the NES and the Super NES with the N64 classic. It's just too profitable. And of all of the NES classic or or all of the Nintendo classic consoles, this is the one that I'm most excited for because emulation of the NES class or NES games, no problem at all. Emulation of Super Nintendo games, no problem at all. Emulation of N64 games, there's a serious problem. Now, I'm not saying that you should go out and download stuff and emulate it. But I am saying that I've done it in the past. I've played emulated games and the N64 emulated games, they just don't run very well. Uh, If Nintendo has found a way to do it so that it's just brain dead easy, then I'm really excited about that. I'm very curious as to what everybody out there thinks are the must play games for the N64. Obviously, the Nintendo first party games like Ocarina of Time, Super Mario 64, Pilot Wings, um, games like uh, Super Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, all those like those those first party titles, those are really important but both the uh, Super Nintendo Classic and the NES Classic came uh, equipped with some third-party games as well. And I'm very curious, and I think that we've probably asked this on the show before, but every time that there's a new rumor, I'm curious, what are the third-party games that you think are 100% necessary to be on the N64 Classic? Now, Just because we think that they're necessary doesn't mean that we will necessarily get them. For instance, if you were to ask me what game needs to be on the Super NES Classic, I would say Chrono Trigger because most people think it is one of the greatest RPGs of all time. I've not finished it. I've only played a little of it and I definitely need to get back to it, but it's not on the Super NES Classic because Square and Nintendo, they weren't as buddy-buddy at that point as they seem to be now um so that's what I think the reason why we didn't get that on the super nintendo classic but i want to know what third party games do you want to see on the n64 classic and i think it's a foregone conclusion we're getting one uh, i'm going to say 100 i'm going to say 98% sure that we will be getting an n64 classic and it will be announced at e3 next year um if not sooner again looking at these renders it'd be pretty easy to fake this stuff not for me but for anybody with any talent um uh uh let's see Piderate zero says I think that people will still want to play goldeneye um jay Hartley says oh eye, but it hasn't aged well Jay Hartley says uh, Lawworthy is saying Wave Race, Top Gear Rally, GoldenEye, Mario Kart, Star Fox, Mario 64, Zelda. Also, Majora's Mask has got to be on there. Uh, Vernon T says Diddy Kong Racing still holds up. Um, I, I, I would love to hear more about these and Pudding says, uh, <laughs> One of the things that I love about Nintendo is they're always hiding something from us. He says, I'm excited to see what Nintendo is hiding from us. And I totally agree. I think that this is probably one of the more exciting stories of the year. And that's saying something in a year where we got a new Smash Brothers that most people probably weren't expecting to come out until next year. Uh, So... Jay Hartley says, "Cruisin' USA." I would disagree. Cruisin' USA is pretty terrible on the uh, on the N64. It was much better on other consoles. Uh, Cruisin' USA is bad, so bad. Uh, anyway, uh, that is the big story for today. Let's lightning around the rest of it. Okie dokie. All right, let's hit the rest of the news really quick. We've got a brand new uh, Nintendo Switch. Uh, bundle uh, over at GameStop. I'm not going to open up the website because it's going to screw with my frames. Um, basically, it is a. It comes with Diablo. I think the price is two three fifty three fifty nine ninety nine. Comes out on November second. It looks really cool. The back of the Nintendo Switch has like a really cool design on it, and the dock also has a really cool. Um, Design with an angel on one side and a demon on the other. My only issue with this is that it comes with gray joy cons. Like for real, you would think that they would have gone with like a, like a blood red or some some kind of metallic red or something like that for, uh, for Diablo. Like the idea that they're they're going with gray joy cons for the Diablo bundle, that just makes no sense to me. Um we also saw, this is very cool. It is a third party. This is not from Nintendo, but this is a third party, um, pro controller. I think it's by, I can't remember the name of the company. It starts with an A, uh, but it's a third party controller or pro controller. Uh, with like a Diablo skin and it's got like red buttons with uh, orange lettering on it. And then the bottom right hand side of the controller, it says Diablo 3 and it's got Diablo's face on it. I think the controller looks really cool. I think it would have looked better without the Diablo's face or the logo on it and just been the black with the red buttons. I think it looks really, really nice. Now, keep in mind, this is not from Nintendo. This is a third-party manufacturer and it is a wireless controller. It comes in I think at $60, which is cheaper than a regular Pro controller. Now, what does it not have? Well, I don't I like I read about this earlier and then I tried to find uh a link to it later on cuz I was I was reading between classes uh and like my students came in and I was like, all right, well, I'll look at it later. And then I just couldn't find it again. Uh, but I think it was $60. Um, I I read about that it has. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's wireless. Uh, oh, putting in chat says to look on Discord. So he must have dropped something on Discord. Um, and he mentioned me. It's on Facebook. I probably can't click on it because I don't have Facebook. Yeah. I, I'm i not, I don't own, or I don't have, Fa- well, I have a Facebook for Run, Jump, Stomp, but I don't use it. Uh, it seems like it's not working, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I think it was 60 bucks for the controller. Uh, my guess is it doesn't uh, have Amiibo support and it probably also doesn't have HD rumble because I would guess that those are things that are only coming with uh official controllers from Nintendo. I could be wrong about that. Oh my gosh, we're we're looking at Switchcraft links now. If you ever want to uh share something um with, with the show, then you can also join our Discord. And of course, that's not working either. OK, I'm just going to forget about trying to find the links because it's just not working for me uh, now the it is worth noting here that both this controller and the Diablo bundle, uh, those are GameStop exclusives, which is uh, foolish and really, really lame. But that's just the world that we live in now, uh, where we're constantly getting these uh, bundles or exclusives that are only at one place and you can't buy it someplace else. Um, I give up on on fighting against uh, retailer exclusives. I can't stand it. I'm against it. I'm 100% against retailer exclusives. But, but what can you do? Um, it's not like I was going to go out and buy this anyway. I'm just going to buy the game. I'm going to buy Diablo 3 without a doubt. But I'm not interested in buying another Switch just because uh, it looks slightly different. Now, uh, if the if the 3DS has taught us anything, it's that Nintendo can keep putting out new versions of hardware that just look different and people will buy them. Uh, so I fully expect Nintendo to keep doing this and bring out more uh, of this kind of thing. Uh, but here's my question to you, and I would love to hear what bundles would you like to see, uh, that have like a certain theme to them? Like what game would you want Nintendo to make a bundle with? Kind of like we have a Fortnite bundle. There's a Splatoon bundle. Now we've got the Diablo bundle. What other bundles would you like to see, uh, Nintendo partner with third parties in order to have themed controllers and things like that? Uh, let me know. You can email me, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUNJUMP. You can join our Discord uh, and and, uh, send me a message there. And you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. And all these are ways that you can also tell me what N64 games from third parties you want to see on uh, on the N64 Mini. All right. So next in the lightning round, and this is this is just going to be a lightning round thing because I don't have anything else to say about it. But this comes to from my, to me from my Nintendo news, and that is that Nintendo uh, applied for a "Let's Go to the City" trademark. Uh, basically, that must be what the new Animal Crossing game is called. Uh, Let's go to the city. I don't know what that means. I don't know what what that tells us about the style of gameplay because for me. The only Animal Crossing game that I've ever played was Animal Crossing New Leaf. So I don't know what the like, because there was an Animal Crossing City Folk. Uh, and I I don't know how that played differently from New Leaf, because the only one that I've ever played was New Leaf. Now, if you've never played an Animal Crossing game, you absolutely should. Um, well, I would, I, you know, last year, I would have said you definitely should check out New Leaf, but with a brand new Animal Crossing game, I would say, just wait, hold off. You're gonna get a new Animal Crossing game soon enough. And uh, it looks like it's called Let's Go to the City, which is a kind of a weird name for a game. All right, let's wrap things up. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, you can find it live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or you can find it after the fact over at youtube.com runjumpstomp. If you're looking for ways to support the show, there's lots of ways to do that. Uh, first off, don't forget to check out switchlist.app like uh, I said at the beginning of the show. And um, also, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you to find out all kinds of ways that you can help support the show. And big thank you to everybody who already has. Music for today's episode uh, can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. The music on today's episode is by Noteblock, and it is the Mirage Saloon Zone Sonic Mania remix song. Really, really great song. Uh, all of Noteblock's stuff is fantastic. Make sure you check out their stuff. Again, that URL to check out the music that's been on the show is runjumpstomp.com slash music. And, of course, the show just would not be the same without the live chatters. So I want to thank the people who are here for the live chat, uh, for the live show. Uh, you guys are awesome. We've got Johnny Link, uh, who's also a streamer on Twitch. Make sure you check out his stuff. We've got Switch Paquilo. Pakeo, sorry, uh, Kimbalina66, Pudding, Josephine, Mr. Pokemon. You guys are great. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.